Welcome back, weirdos, to another episode of A Very Weird Fantasy Football. Today, I am on vacation, but since we like you guys so much, I decided to continue with the podcast. I'm with my lovely and intelligent and incredibly sexy wife today who has decided that she's going to jump on and, and help me out a little bit. Say hi. Hi, how's everybody doing? Everybody is saying great right now. <laughs> I could hear them all in their cars or on their phones saying, let's get weird. So thank you so much, Julie, my lovely wife. So let's just do that. Let's get weird. We're going to talk about some questions that basically some questions and answers. You ask questions. I'm giving answers. That's going to come towards the end of the show. It's going to be a short one because, like I said, we are on vacation. We like to have fun, but we're sneaking it in. There has been quite a bit of information, a lot of news, a lot of notes that have been coming out from the weird world of fantasy football. McCoy has been released by Buffalo Bills. Subsequently, he was picked up by Kansas City Chiefs. That does not sound good. We can all say collectively, ick. McCoy, you did not draft him to be a starter to really help all that much. So really, you're not going to do much with him anyways. I would not release him if you drafted him. You drafted him because obviously you needed him. Let that all play out. Certainly does not benefit anybody else in the Kansas City backfield. You have basically the Texans doing all sorts of crazy stuff, making all sorts of crazy trades. They picked up Kenny Stills says a lot for their concerns regarding their wide receiver injuries. And Julie, as you know, you found out the first time that, that we had a date that I'm a doctor. Ain't that correct? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I am a fantasy doctor. You should probably listen to me when I say that apparently you need hamstrings to run. And those really fast wide receivers up in Texan, Texas, their hamstrings are shot. When they're on the field, they're great, though. Why don't you give us a, a headline over here, Julie, that we see? Melvin Gordon won't get extension from Chargers. What? That's crazy. <laughs> what else we got? Well, it's by uh, Brad Kamara. That is not the brother uh, <laughs> of Alvin Kamara. Basically, the Chargers have decided that they are not going to get an give him an extension. They have allowed Melvin Gordon and his camp to pursue a trade, running out of options around the NFL. The time is now, backfields are getting full, not looking pretty. Now on the other side of that pendulum, we do have some, some good news. What is that? Ezekiel Elliott, Cowboys reportedly close to completing contract extension. Okay, you know, we've heard that. Might happen, might not. He's gonna get on the field at some point this year. It's looking like closer and closer it is gonna be week one. <laughs> That's the bell. <laughs> Rule number one in podcasts, turn off all different types of sounds that go on in the background. Yeah, so Yahoo, a bunch of other sources are saying that Ezekiel Elliott is close. It's teeter and the totter. We're saying things are breaking down. Things are coming close. Let's just let that play out. Ezekiel Elliott, obviously you want him on your team, Pollard. You don't want Ezekiel Elliott on the field if you're a Pollard owner. It's getting close and I am getting super excited. Julie, are you pumped? I'm pumped. Are you happy that you're about to lose your husband for, you know, six months? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Julie. I don't speak Spanish. Are you happy that you're going to lose your husband for six months? Sure. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, if it helps pay the bills, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. So, you know, we're, we want to get back to a little bit of fun, but we have had a lot of questions from listeners. I hate to call them fans, but you know what? Let's get weird. We have some fans. So let's go ahead and have Julie. Now, she hasn't seen these questions yet. So she's going to go ahead and read some of these questions that have been sent over to us via our Facebook page, via Instagram, via iTunes. And we will answer your questions if you rate and review them on iTunes, on Spotify. Give a five-star review in the comments section. Ask your question, and we will answer it. That's a promise. Julie, roll that beautiful footage. Awesome. So, from IG, hey guys, love the show. Please read my question on your radio or podcast show. I have the choice between Darwin Thompson and Devin Singleton. Who do I take? I'm leaning towards Thompson. Okay. I think you're talking about Devin Singletary. And by the way, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you enjoy the show. So, I'm pretty sure that's a South Park reference in there, the Awesome 5,000. That's very good. So, um, who would I take? Well, both of them originally were drafted as as wild cards. Both of them are good young running backs. Right now, we see Devin Singletary shooting up while we see Darwin Thompson shooting down. Obviously, we know that McCoy went and signed with the Chiefs. This hurts Thompson. It was looking like he was going to be a 1B we know that we have Andy Reid saying that that McCoy is going to take up a lot of a lot of carries. McCoy has not been good for a couple of years. Quite frankly, he's lost the wiggle. He's lost the burst. He's not shading McCoy anymore. He's not even a bell cow running back. He gets injured. So if you're asking me, there's I mean, there's a good chance that he may not even be on the team come midseason. And speaking of when I say he, I say McCoy. At the end of the day, right now, Singletary is is looking like the better option. Buffalo does have a really uh, a really good offensive line. Their quarterback is a running quarterback, and so that helps the running game in the backfield. And now, with that said, there's still some a handful of guys in Buffalo backfield. You have, I mean, T.J. Yeldon. You have the, the ageless Frank Gore, who still looks like he's just walked off the, a stage in a bodybuilding contest. He may not ever leave the NFL. But right now, Singletary looks like he is in the better option. Next question. All right. Charity Cave Football IG. Love it, love it, love it. Tell me what to do with Chubb. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> But that, uh, I mean, that, <laughs> that might actually be a better question to ask Julie. Hey, Julie, what do you do with Chubb? Well, it didn't say the Chubb. So. <laughs> All right. What to do with Nick Chubb? <laughs> so if you're drafting Nick Chubb, obviously, you know that Kareem Hunt will be back after their bye. He is suspended right now. Nick Chubb is a supremely good running back. Now, we also know Kareem Hunt have, has, have a his, has had a history of being a very good running back. So if you're drafting Chubb, 
you're expecting him to go out and pound it. You're expecting him to do really good. If that, if you're drafting him where you are drafting him, and I assume you mean that you are trying to decide where to draft him or if you had him, what to do with him. So write him out. Don't trade him. And frankly, even when Kareem Hunt comes back, you don't know how Kareem Hunt is going to do. Kareem Hunt is having leg surgery right now. If, the, if he was available to play, he'd be out for six weeks. Six weeks. When he comes back, he, he might not be healthy at all. He cannot train and play and work out with the team because he is suspended. Ride Chubb into the playoffs. Maybe, maybe you go and get a Melvin Gordon if you can get him later on. Worst case scenario, even if Chubb um, or even if Kareem Hunt comes back and Nick Chubb is not exactly what he was at the beginning of the year, and Melvin Gordon, say week 10, that sounds pretty darn good to me. And so that's kind of the situation where you're at. Love Nick Chubb. Wish Kareem Hunt for Nick Chubb owners was not on the team. Ride or die. Ride with him or collide with him. Next question. All right, we've got Frank Sells, five stars. Hey, gentlemen. How do I get weird? Teach me. Also, how do you view <laughs> pay leagues as gambling? Do you view pay leagues as gambling? Nick sells. All right. What was the what was the, the first thing that he says? How do I get weird? Oh, okay. <laughs> how do I get weird? All right. That's I'm a playing tough off. question. Well, okay, let me actually give you a tip here. This is how you get weird. And and I'm actually doing it right now. I do it every radio show that I do, every podcast that I do. I'm literally in the Jock ESPN radio booth, and I, I don't wear shorts. I'm in my underwear right now. <laughs> in the ra- You got Jake, you got like the Dallas, you got everybody that's in there. That it's only weird if you think it's weird. So that's one thing. You just just let it roll. Also. Yeah, okay, here, if you were listening to this in the car, this is what I want you to do. After this, immediately after this, put your favorite music at 60. Roll down the window, sing at the top of your lungs. I don't care if you're stopped at a stoplight, people are beside you. If they're laughing, you laugh at them while they're laughing at you. Let your freak flag fly, like Drew Barrymore said. Speaking of weird, Drew Barrymore. (laughs) And rumor is, if you're weird, if you're free-flowing, if you're confident in yourself, girls like you. All right, now what was the, what was the other question? Do you view pay leagues as gambling? Okay, so do I, do I view pay leagues as gambling? This actually might be a good question that uh, Jake and I can, can discuss because the, there's different theories in regards to this. No, I can unequivocally say, no, I do not view pay leagues as, as gambling. Just like I I view the stock market, if you are actually doing all of your homework, if you are educated, not just throwing cash to the wind, I mean, first first and foremost, if, if you're doing anything in life that's entertainment, you have to pay for that. You don't just walk into the movie theater and say, hey, I'm gonna go watch your movie, eat your popcorn, and sit in there, enjoy your air conditioning for free. No. So us in our in our fantasy leagues, if we're paying to be in that league, we are paying for the service. We are paying for Yahoo, for ESPN, company man, for CBS, 
to help us with our fantasy league, to keep the host, to host the fantasy league, to do all of these things. And if we make money doing so in the process, it's not gambling in my mind. Now, there is certain aspects that I, I do believe could be interpreted as gambling. For instance, some types of daily leagues. If you're throwing $100 willy-nilly for a game and you're playing against 1,000 people and only 10 people, the top 10, are getting paid and moving on, I mean, that's just that, that's not smart. It doesn't matter how much research and if you're a professional or not. That is not an educated decision. Like, would you just say, go to your five-year-old son and say, hey, here's $1,000, go invest in pork bellies or gold or something, and just say, hey, make it happen, son, let's go. No, that's gamble. You're just throwing caution to the wind. That's what that is. I have one more question for you, Julie. Okay. You want to make out? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. Like I said, we are on vacation. We're going to head on out of here. We appreciate you listening. As always, if you like it, give us a five-star review, comment, share. And again, if you have any questions, do so in the form of a five-star review on iTunes. Listen to us. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. All of this will be in the link and wherever you consume your podcast. At the end of the day, we're all in this together. Football season is here. Thursday can't come soon enough. Woo-hoo. I am out.